0: This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share some powerful truths from the book of Proverbs. And I want to start out by giving you a little bit of background about the book of Proverbs. I hope today as I just share this one great truth, uh, one set of scriptures that you will dive deeper into this book, it is a very powerful, potent, prospering book in the, the Bible. The main point of the book of Proverbs is found in verse one and three of that book in the bible and it says this in the new living translation their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives to help them do what is right just and fair this theme of of the book of proverbs implies that disciplined Successful life is filled with righteousness, justice, and fairness. And that it is not a natural attribute of humankind. Dear hearts, it's something that must be learned by hearing it and accepting it and then applying it to our lives. You see, the teaching from from the book of the Bible from God's word of life, God's word of wisdom. It's something that gives us a disciplined life. So disciplined people are full of good teaching from God's word. Successful people are full of good teaching from God's word. Righteous people are full of good teaching from God's word. Fair people are people filled with good teaching from God's word. Being successful, righteous, and just and fair does not come naturally. We must learn it. And so for this reason, of the many books of the Bible, it includes a book of Proverbs, a book book of wise sayings that we are to read and study, I believe, for our entire life. For the book of Proverbs covers everything old men think that young men should know about in the real world. It includes information about money, sex, marriage, raising kids, and even the danger of co-signing loans. It talks about the proper etiquette for dinner meetings. It's teaching us to move from the wrong way to the right way of living that pleases the Lord. You see, lives that please God are disciplined. They are not out of control. There's lives that please God are lives of success, lives that please God are lives full of righteousness where we do the right thing. A life of, of, of that pleases God is a life that exemplifies justice and fairness. This is what God asks of us. But it must be taught, it must be learned, it must be accepted. And for this reason, I enjoy as a teacher helping guide us into the things of God that pleases him. And so today I want to take us into two scriptures, three scriptures in the book of Proverbs. It's located in Proverbs chapter 9, 10 through 12, and it, and it reads like this in the New King James Version. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you will bear it alone. Now, I want to read the same text in the Message Bible, just to take us deeper into this thought and the theme of this text. Proverbs 9, verse 10 through 12. It says, The skilled living gets its start in the fear of God. Insight into life from knowing a holy God. Through me, Lady Wisdom, that your life deepens and the years of your life ripens. Live wisely and wisdom will permeate your life. You see here, dear hearts, that there are two main truths, and this is some deep scripture, so I I will, if I have time today, cover just two great truths that come from this text. First of all, it says, fearing God is the first step, yes, the first one, to enter into what I call a biblical definition of wisdom. The Old Testament definition wisdom is simply the departure from evil. That's what wisdom is to God. It means that wisdom is the avoidance of evil or anything, oh yes, anything that lures us to do evil or wickedness. Fearing God helps us to stay completely away from sin as a child of God. And so this, this simply means you don't need a high school education a college degree, a Ph.D. to be wise. You simply need to fear God. So so what is the fear of the Lord? Fear is a a, a primal human instinct to stay alive. For example, you you won't see someone afraid of heights skydiving because they don't want to die. So let's go deeper. Fearing of the Lord is a fear that makes us worry about what happens if we disobey Him. Fearing God gives us a reason and purpose to do the right things, so we, we do not experience the wrath of God. Fearing God says, "I am afraid of what God would do if I were to step out of His will for my life." For you, you see, beloveds. God has a list of commandments for each of us. And because we fear God, our challenge every day is to learn to walk in the commandments that he has established for us collectively and individually. I know one thing I worry about every day in my life is is my thoughts of what God would do if I would step out of his call of my life to live single. God has called me to not to have anybody intimately close to me but him when I say intimately where I do not live with anybody else I do not share my life with anybody else he comes first in my life When it comes to how I live and what I do, he is above everything and everybody. And the good news is as a single Christian, God allows me to include my life with other people. He chooses who I spend time with. He chooses what I do every day because I share a life with him intimately. I don't talk to anybody about making big decisions. He always comes first in my life. I treat him like he's my husband. And of course, that means if I would ever marry, I would have to marry a man that loves God to stay in this will of God for my life to keep him first. And so I do the right thing because I fear God. I worry about what would happen if I would not do it. Fearing the Lord is a driver. It is a motivator from doing the right thing. And so the fear of the Lord, let me take us deeper can be defined as a continual, yes, awareness that our loving Heavenly Father is always watching their hearts. He's always evaluating what we do, what we say, what we think. And he compares it to what he is requiring from us. You see, there is a connection between a life of not being in God's will and a life of being in God's will. Because we fear God. We want to live in his will. And if we live out of God's will. There is a potential for us. To suffer the consequences. Let me take you deeper into scripture. Uh, about fearing the Lord. And that the God always. Is analyzing. Looking and watching. Us in everything we do. Matthew twelve thirty six. He says but I say to you that every idle word. Men may speak. They will give account of it in the day of judgment. Psalms 139, 1 through 2, it says, O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. Jeremiah 12 and 3 says, But you, O oh Lord, know me, and you have seen me, and you have tested my heart me. These scriptures imply that God is always watching. He's always with us. He's always thinking about what He He've asked us to do and what we are actually doing. Every day we are being tested by God and challenged with what he has said against what we are actually doing. And let me take us deeper in this thought today and ask you this question. Are you doing what God is asking you to do? Do you worry about what God is thinking about when you do the wrong thing? If you don't worry about it, you do not fear God. Fear of God is when you worry about what happens when you disobey him. And dear hearts, this is very important because fearing God can be a life changer. I believe if we were able to talk to Adam and Eve who entered a moment when they did not fear God, they were tempted to eat, to not eat and not touch something that God wanted them to. To not eat and not touch by Satan. Satan asked them. He said, ah, God is telling you if you eat this and touch this. Because mind you, God said not, just, not to eat it of the forbidden fruit. He told them don't touch it. But they touched it and they ate it. And it changed their lives forever. I, I, I share that thought today because had they not touched that forbidden fruit, Had they not eaten it, our lives, their lives would be totally different. We would not be growing old. We would not be aging and dying from cancer and COVID-19. We would not be losing our babies to miscarriage. We would not be losing our eyesight or our hearing. Just our lives would be totally different. So think about this, how much of a blessing it is to obey God. To worry about what would happen if we did wrong. Fearing God is a powerful motivator. So how do you develop that fear of God? You must experience the rewards of obedience. I'm a witness that every level of obedience in your life will take you higher and deeper in the life that he's called you to live. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. I encourage you to to keep thinking about the book of Proverbs and how it can bless your life. God bless you. Hope to share again with you all next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.